This is a show about individual experience and personal identity. There may be times when folks use identifying words or phrases that don't feel right to you. That's part of what we're exploring here. Please listen with an open heart. And as always, I welcome your polite, engaged feedback. And I encourage you to continue the conversation in your own life and with your own community. Welcome to Query. Hey, Queeros, Cami here. Oh, my goodness gracious. Today, Megan Stalter. I call her Meg. From Hacks on HBO. Just a real treat. I recently had a chance to do a show with Meg, and I just, I don't know, we hit it off right away. I'm so happy to have her on the podcast. She's awesome. And um, you all love Hacks, but if you're not watching it, change that. and Go ahead and watch it. Also, Patreon. Every time I say it, people come in and they become Patreon patrons. So you go to patreon.com slash heyqueers. You support this show. It means the world. We have these cute hangouts. People, sometimes people give a dollar. Sometimes people give $25 a month. It's wild. It helps me pay Sierra. It helps the podcast get made. Patreon.com slash heyqueers. Enjoy this beautiful chat with Meg. I've been feeling wrong, but I'm still I always have guests introduce themselves. Would you introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right now? You're oh, yeah. Right. Me? Okay. This is it. Okay. Well, it. Um, well, I'm a model living in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, cool. I- <laughs> like near the Grove? <laughs> yeah. And I just do a lot of mostly editorial stuff. Oh, I was going to um, ask. So not... Not runway or also runway? Oh, well, they ask about runway, but um, I usually say no to that kind of stuff just because it's like, I want the printed pictures so I can hang so them So you can up. frame them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a fashion uh, girl. I'm fashion a girl. comedian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, well, you know, I've always wanted to be an actor. That's what I really wanted to do. It's funny. It, it seems like you... It seems like I do a little bit of acting, but I don't think I've ever introduced myself like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm an actor. Like if sound. That makes sense. I don't, I don't, I don't say that either. Um, And I, I do some acting, um, but I, and I've done some acting for on television and in. But you never say you're an actor? For 10 years. Um, No, this is what I say. Okay. Where, where are we? Are we like on a plane or are you. Wait, so yeah, you're, you're in an Uber and they're like, oh, what do you do? Nothing. Uh-uh. <laughs> Wait, you... <laughs> Can okay, I get so out? <laughs> I don't... I'm sorry. I'll get what? out here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I, I'm not a good liar, so I can't... You know how some people lie. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't be like, oh, I'm an accountant. Because I know there's... That's the one. Accountant is where... I feel like... <laughs> yeah, no, I know. If that's the thing. Maybe... Okay, if I'm on a plane... That's the one where you're like, if I'm on a plane, maybe I'll say I'm a stand-up comic, but. Oh, you don't just say comedian. It's stand-up. It's, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah, exactly. It's but then it does narrow down ego the thing. That's good. It's an ego <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, one time I was on a plane and I can't, I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast, but I'll just tell it to you. One time I was on a plane and the person that was sitting next to me was watching a movie that I was in. And oh I like God. waited till the end of the movie and then I like tapped her and I went like, it's, I'm, it's me. And she, but she just said, what, why are you in this? Like it, like she didn't 
So just she, couldn't, she was like, she didn't say like, oh my God, you're an actor. <laughs> you're like, in like, this. <laughs> she, yeah, she was, she was like, you're, you're a seatmate. Why is my seatmate in the, you know, like it, like the equation yeah, didn't go like, oh, I'm sitting next to. She wasn't to- excited. She just was freaking out that, that there was an actor on the plane and they actors should have their own planes. I think it was actually more like, she was like, you're a regular person. Why did they let you be in this movie? <laughs> That's what she, why are you in this? Oh, How did you? God, why wow. are you in this? But it wasn't in like a mean way. She's yeah. ba- mystified. It's like a, a a cousin way. Like my cousins are like, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> it's like, what? Is that true? Your cousins are. are I think they're really baffled. supportive, but they're like one in a million. What the heck? Mm. <laughs> sort of. Well, you did have sort of a. You've had an interesting look just from the outside. You've had an interesting few years in that, like, you had a social media presence that sort of really drastically escalated in the pandemic. And then oh. now you are. I said, on, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then okay. now you're on like a very popular I don't TV know why show. I reacted like that. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Does it feel like to you, does it feel like things went? pretty fast or does it feel like it was gradual well it's weird because it's like as soon as the pandemic hit yeah <laughs> um i felt like i was like on instagram live every single night yeah and um i remember like the new york times posted something that was posted something put out they something posted that it was on like, their social media. <laughs> their social media it was like quarantine queen it was like it's so strange to be like everyone was saying like, oh my gosh, wow, the quarantine, like it felt weird because I was so scared. You know what I mean? Like it was like, you were scared, I'm only like, trying to have fun. Yeah. You were scared like, like of the deadly disease. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and being alone. And mm-hmm. I was in New York. And of course I'm like so happy that things took off. Like I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like not want that to happen, I guess. But it just was strange for, I've been doing it for so long. And then for things to take off during like the scariest time ever. Yeah. It's all really weird. But I feel really that is now. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I was so lonely and so scared and like freaking out. And yeah, it felt like a scary sleepover. Right. And then for things to finally start taking off, it was like, oh, this is really bizarre. Um, and I feel really lucky too. Like I feel it's right. weird to be like, I, of course, everyone lost so much, but, and it's devastating. And then it's like, like, it's weird when people are like, well, the pandemic was kind of good for you. And it's like, oh, I absolutely would much rather this have not have happened. Right. <laughs> like, I hear you. Oh, like, that's I'm, so much pressure to put on you. I like, I really appreciate you sharing that because that, that just feels like really human. And, you know, I will say that it's not the exact, you know, it's certainly not the same experience, but I can relate to what you're saying in that, yeah. like, when I first moved to LA, even though I'd already been doing comedy for 10 years professionally, when I first moved here, things went pretty fast yeah. in the first two years. Like I'd been doing it for 10 years and gotten, you know, four feet or whatever. And then I got, I got like four football fields in two years. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I also was like, I didn't know the city at all. I had no yeah. friends. I like had moved away from my family and that was really stressful. Like it was a time yeah. where it was, it was like a lot all at once. And I was pretty stressed out and isolated for different reasons. Yeah. But I just will say that I think that is, I think that's really hard to have like suddenly. Well, it's like celebrating when everyone is like in devastation. It's like, I, that's I think a whole it, thing. Right. I think the thing is, is like, but life is about 
being devastated and excited at the same time, like good yeah. and bad all the time. Ooh, bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very bittersweet. It's like, oh my God, yeah. like I do feel like the luckiest girl in the whole world. Like I have yeah. always wanted this and it is really exciting, but it is strange when people are like smiling, like, oh my God, you must be like, <laughs> what like a- this, you must be glad that this happened. Like, well, that says a lot about that other person. And, yeah, you, you know, think definitely block like, their number. <laughs> Like, what? like that's like what a strange it's really that's weird vi- those are weird vibes Get it those is vibes weird vibes and here. i would like to think that it would have happened eventually like maybe this did of escalate because people are watching online but i really do think and this isn't me being confident it's me being delusional enough to like get anywhere is Mm-mm. i always kind of thought this would eventually happen like when i was little i was like oh i'm just i'm gonna be an actor <laughs> Well, like I just thought it would happen. Wait, can I also ask you this? Do you, do you go, should I call you Megan or Meg? Oh, I like, I like, I like when people call me Meg because it feels like we know each other even more. That's what I want to call you. I want to call you Yeah, yeah. I like Meg. I I introduce myself as Megan Mm because I think I'm just used to it. Yeah. But I like, I like Meg because it's like, oh, we know each other. It's like a nickname. I, yeah, I don't, it's just what. It's how I immediately felt. Yes. Okay, <laughs> that good. We, okay, that good. We were at Meg. You you know, friends call me Cam, but I never suggest it. Like I it's love like that. it's a it's a sort of an indication of like where I find it to be an indication of how that person receives me. Like at the beginning, yeah. Cameron is very like it feels very serious boy. And then <laughs> when somebody calls me Cam, it's That's like, sweet. oh, you know, I'm just like a little buddy. It's really, I'm a nickname person. Yeah. Like I, um, so Kate Berlant, I yeah. uh, um, got really close to her and I started calling her Kitty for Ooh. some reason, like Kitty girl, mm-hmm. Kitty girl. Uh-huh. And she started going like, I just love when you call me that. Cause my family calls me that. And I didn't know that. It's what? so weird. It's like, that's such a specific nickname. So I don't strange. even know like why I started calling her that, but every, <laughs> my dog. you caught it on the wind, baby. You caught it on the wind. I see that doggy up there. <laughs> what she's doing. Making a, she's making a perfect little spot. She said, good night. But up here. She's I'm saying, like blushing. I don't know why I got so red. <laughs> she oh my went God. Up there. That's so cute. I love it. Um, but I like Wait, the nickname. <laughs> I want to zoom back to what, I want to circle back to what we were just talking about though. Cause I just want to say, I hope people are telling you this. But just in case, it's just me. <laughs> None of this ever happens by accident or because somebody has like a fluke. Yeah. Okay. Of a that's thing. Really nice. Like it's not like <laughs> like really the pa- nice. it's not like yeah. Oh, absent a pandemic, you're right. That's that's what I believe, and it's also what I've seen. It's like everybody who you work really hard, it doesn't go forward for everybody, and not yeah. everybody gets to exactly where they want to be. But it's like a it's a million chances. It's not yeah. one chance. That's and what I think too. Yeah. 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 And I think if you I think it's like working really hard and having that little bit of delusion where you're like your biggest fan and you're like, mm. well, this is gonna happen because like mm. I'm special. But then like I know that none of it matters. So I'll remain like humble and normal. <laughs> right. When you were a kid and you want and you thought I would be an actor, were you like in were you were you an actor? as a kid were you like acting around or was it just like completely far away from you and you wanted it I think that I well I always wanted to I was always filming something like we were always making videos and anytime there was a talent show or I was like desperate to be on stage like really really like if there was a show I had to do it 
Um, and there was like um, a poetry contest every year that I won almost every year. <laughs> That's right. It was like you recited poetry. You didn't even write it. And there was one year I didn't win. And it was like the worst day of my life as a child. Like I was really oh my upset. God. <laughs> Did you do other stuff or was performing your big thing? I was never like good at sports. Like, yeah. I tried a little bit, but I was really bad. Um, my yeah. mom wanted me to be a cheerleader. So I would have friends like, um, and I was bad at it. I was like the quiet cheerleader. Like I, <laughs> I couldn't do a back handspring. They had to like flip me over. Like they had to, <laughs> like a coach had to come like help me flip over. I was so scared and I didn't really want it in the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. but I, uh, it was always, yeah, I always went. Were you a theater kid? No, this was, I did not have oh, this experience. My God, I was like a big jock and that's hot. That's mm, cool. Yeah, I, I wish was... I could of, but I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think some of it was also from like, oh, I don't know how to even, it's like where I grew up, kind of everybody played sports and I think my parents knew how to help me sign up. It was like the easiest thing to do yeah. was to sign yeah. up for the stuff. So I think that they knew how to do that. So then I, and then also. I was a very competitive area. <laughs> so it was like, you didn't just play one sport. It's like, you oh played, you played fucking every sport all year round. Are you, are you eight? Are you six? I don't care. Like you time for, everything. Baseball. I, I played softball, basketball, <laughs> swim. Only, I played soccer. The only sport I could think of. Yeah. I played volleyball. I played, I played literally oh like God. every sport. And, and then also took ballet classes, which I actually hated, but like performance stuff. I was, I didn't get started as a kid. And so I was really scared to start. I started in college oh, and it was literally because uh, my best friend who I was like in love with was like, you know what you should do is go uh, audition for the improv. Team. And you're like, okay. I, I was literally like, whatever you say. Oh, so you fell in love with it that way. Uh-huh. I like that's like, well, I didn't have the guts. I like, I like, I remember yeah. even in high school, like I tried out for one play and I got it and I like got it in grade school. I tried out for one play and I got it, but I just was like, this is too scary. I want it. Oh, you had some stage fright. How did you get over it? Was it stage fright? I think it was, hmm, was it stage fright? I think it was risk fright. Okay. I think I was yeah. risk averse. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to wait until I was doing it for somebody else. To, until sweet, I was doing it for some chick, you know? It's just kind like, of crazy to want to do it your whole life. Like, I don't know what, it, like, I don't know what was, what's in me that wanted it. Like, I don't ever remember not wanting to do it. And that's well, kind of freaky. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Like, what, as a kid, truly when, was like, can I please have the camera now? Siblings? Do you have siblings? Mm-hmm. How many? Sorry, there's water all over me. Um, <laughs> uh, two sisters and a brother. And um, our mom, my mom and her sister always, we'd like hang out with our cousins every Friday. And the mothers would always like film a bunch of commercials and like be like do a bunch of like funny skits. And then we would get the camera. Mm. We would do like talk shows and like we would redo like um, sketches we've seen on TV. And I was really pretty little. And to the point where, like, if the other cousins didn't want to do it, I was like, oh, my God, please. <laughs> and is this like, like, this felt like warm, fun times for you? I think it felt like Safety warm, fun times? times. Yeah, I think it was like uh, my parents split up pretty 
when I was pretty young. And I feel like that was like, it's Friday night. Like we're, we're, we're like doing whatever we want. And we're like with our cousins. And I think it really, yeah, that makes sense. Like every it makes Friday sense. was so much fun and that's yeah. what we were doing. And it was healing and like, oh, yes. well, you can have fun. Like, and I think it was probably really healing for my mom, right? Like, that's what I was just you know wondering I mean? about. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, cause your that's mom. That's when I saw her really happy. Okay, well, this feels like a revelation. So we that. cracked it, right? We yeah, cracked I mean, it. Yeah, <laughs> truly, like the only the time I've really seen her happy is like laughing with her sister. That oh, makes sense. Man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for us to be like, I mean, we would every weekend do this, and then it's like we wanted to have sleepovers, and if we didn't, we would be screaming, crying, like if we didn't get to sleep over the cousin's house, and it was like, don't end the fun. <laughs> Like it felt desperate. So your mom was, was your mom the prime, was your, was primary custody with your mom? Yeah. And I mean, we always saw kids. her dad too, but well, my, um, I have a way younger sister too from okay. a different marriage. So it was most, it was like me, my, uh, sister and brother. And then my aunt had three girls. Right. And it was like, there was one for each of us. Yeah. Like there was one that was my age, one that was my sister and brother's age. And it was, that's what it is. It's like, we were so desperate to keep the fun going, which I feel like that's what I'm like now. Like, I just want to have fun. Like that's totally, I've loved all the process of all of this. I loved like when I first moved to Chicago and like, as soon as I let myself go after comedy, I've just been happier and happier every year. Like, wow. Amazing. I truly just want to have like a fun time at all times. I mean, that's, that's so funny. I don't think I, I don't think I, well, but this makes so much sense. It's like, yeah, right. So here's like, you're, you know, you're like a kid and I'm also just imagining that what, however anything went, like being a parent, being a, even if your parents were like, even if everybody's still in each other's lives, being a single parent to multiple kids, it's like, that's exhausting. Yeah. There's like a lot going on. There's a lot of, so when you're describing this Friday nights and your aunt being there, it also feels like it's like a time of maybe that like roosting feeling and like, you know, we're not in it alone feeling. It makes sense that that yeah. would feel fun and like something that would be comforting. You'd want to keep going. I think when I started doing comedy, it was like from a place of not feeling heard, like as opposed to from mm, a place yeah. of from a place of like recreating comfort. It was actually about like everybody be quiet or I will kick you out and listen to me. I have some stuff to <laughs> yes, say, yeah. you know? And um, <clears throat> I only started having fun recently is what I'm, cause I'm not, Wait, I'm, oh, yeah. I was, I wasn't trying to recreate a fun time. I think I was, re- I think I was trying to have some power, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, just to say what you're talking about, it's like, I literally, it's like, I don't know, two, three years ago was like, what if this was fun? <laughs> Before that, I was so fucking pissed oh, all the time. Yeah, I was like running hard, into uh... green rooms and just like fucking sit, like yelling at men. Like, you don't want to hear the mean things I have to say on stage about you right after you? Well, then fuck you. Like, grow some fucking thicker skin, baby. Because I, you know. It's hard. It's really hard. And I, I feel like when I started... I definitely people didn't get me and I definitely like I think I'm so delusional that I'm just like I'm really special like they just don't get what I'm doing and like I was really bad but I think that like God has blessed me with some sort of like I know that my family and friends are the only thing that 
that matter. Like people's all we have, but then that I also am delusional enough to like, <laughs> to like do stand up and be really bad. Like I was really bad for years in Chicago. Is that delusion? You keep well, saying think, the word delusion. Well, I think like it's uh, okay. So I think like if you're too delusional in Hollywood, you get lost and you're like insane. But if you're right. a little bit of delusion, like if you're delusional enough to like even do an audition or be like, um, I'm special enough to get this part or like one day I'll have my own show and write and be in it. Like, <laughs> I think you have to be a little bit <laughs> of delusional to like do that. Right. Like it's yeah. crazy to even put yourself on tape and be like, my name's Megan Salter. I'm five foot seven and I deserve <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you have yeah, to, maybe like, it is delusion. It's a so little funny. bit it's of like being I, like, I'm right. so, yeah. Right. I think it's, I'm trying to like, it's delusion. <laughs> it's yeah, maybe it is delusion. <laughs> Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing and wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org slash newsletter so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! When you did you get reflected back to you when you were a kid that you were interesting and special, right? Like you won all these awards besides <laughs> like that sort of or yeah. like you're like winning this poetry prize. Did did people did adults also say to you, like, you're very good at this? Did you hear that as a kid? You know, I have a I love my mother very much. and I have like a lot of complicated things between us, but you're kidding. I do. Complicated think. stuff with a mother. <laughs> Never heard of it. Like, have you? Yeah, right. I'm very unique in that way and quirky <laughs> that I have a hard relationship with my mother. But one thing she did do is um, really make me feel like uh, really special. And like um, she just texted me the other day in the middle of a huge fight. Um, like it was like we had a huge fight. And the next day she texted me, you were you were so beautiful. I didn't even want to have another kid. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was just like, mom, like. Okay, I don't know how to respond because we are in the middle of like a major like fight out of nowhere. But thank you for not wanting to have my siblings. Thank God you had them. Like, (laughs) she just really like, yeah. And oh, this is the craziest thing. I don't think I've ever said this in an interview. Not that this is an interview. It's an interview. (laughs) But I, um, my baby shower theme was you're a star. And it was all about, oh, <laughs> like, my God. before I was even born. I'm like, God knew that, like, I don't know. I There's something really strange about it. It's like, I found this old um, speech from my aunt that was, um, like, said on the day of my baby shower. That was like, it was all about God being <laughs> the director. It was all, what a weird theme for a baby shower. It was like, that is God, a director, hilarious theme for a baby show. is the star. And it was all about like acting and plays. And it was like, it was like, you're, this is, you're about to like, 
birth a star. It's like they put a spell on me or something. Yeah. I mean, that's this is fun because we're going to go back because I feel like it's like, sure. I don't know that that's delusion then. It might just be trust what you're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. why would you not trust your parent and the baby shower that you experienced in utero? You know, like <laughs> if mean, somebody's like, saying- you're a star, you're like amazing. I <laughs> wish I, I wish no other people on earth even existed because that's how beautiful you are. <laughs> it's like, that's it's actually trust. Yeah. Like, this. <laughs> but, but also why would anybody not? Because I, I will say my, I had a, my, my dad is the, my mom is like, it's, it was different with her, but my dad was very like, you're the best. You're the smartest. Yeah. You, yeah. I, you know, he was like a lawyer. I was two and he would be like, you're smarter than me, which is like actually a lot to put on oh. a child. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like a two-year-old. Yeah. Honey, like, you're smart. Maybe you should be doing our taxes. Exactly. <laughs> Please okay. take care of me. You're the parent. <laughs> but anyway, um, but I, I did grow up thinking that I was like real smart. Oh, that's great. It's funny. Yeah. I didn't grow up. I didn't get I didn't get this same feedback around like looks or like um, like I can see where it impacted me because yeah. like I have no like attractiveness, like physical, like looks, style, body. There's a lot of places I didn't get this feedback, but I got it in like brains and oh, sports. That's interesting. Just, that's like, like the good like, stuff. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it would also yeah. maybe just a. Maybe just a little less, but sprinkled more evenly <laughs> is what I would choose if I was going to go back. <laughs> if I could have my choice, I'd say <laughs> sprinkle it all over so I wouldn't have this other section of my life. Oh, my God. The sports thing is really funny to me because we're just so not a sports family. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I didn't really grow up feeling like I was... I don't think I felt like I was really like smart or good in school. I felt like I was smart in a different way. like. I think because I was, um, I had a really horrifying first grade teacher that was like really mean to me because I couldn't concentrate and I was a little younger than everyone, but I did until this day, I'm like, I think I'm smart in a really specific way. I don't think I'm like good at knowing the States. <laughs> you know what I That's mean? really valid. I do know what you mean. Cause I have a little sister who my little sister is like, Watching her, she's seven years younger than me. So I like really watched her grow up. And she has mm. a, she's one of those different brain people like you. Yeah. My older sister and I were really good at school test taking, like that shit. Like we yeah. would get like, you know, I, my grades were like amazing. And I basically like didn't have to try because it's just my brain yeah. was just built for that thing. Like yeah. I, I could cram and last minute, which but is also what, how I can like be off stage and like writing a get, uh, set list and then like, yeah, it just like walk out and it's great. Um, I would say also, this is not necessarily good feedback to get as a, as a child, because like you should prepare for life and getting this idea that it's like, I don't even, I just show up and I get like an A, like that's well, all, that's, that's not so helpful. No, it's good. And no, it's, it's good not. When you do though, right? It's, it's good when you're trying to get yeah. a grade when you're 40, it's like, <laughs> fuck, no one ever told me I had to try. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't know I had to keep track of things, but my little sister is super like intuitive and creative. Mm. You know, when we're, when pre like YouTube tutorials and stuff, she would read magazines and like tear out pages and then come downstairs. She would be like 11 and she'd be like pistachio eyes. And she had like (laughs) done like, you know, green makeup or she had like pink hair and wore a Betsy Johnson dress to prom. Literally like nobody wore anything that wasn't from Nordstrom. And she was like, anyway, so I had that little sister and she struggled with school so much. 
She's me. But then she like enrolled in a program that was like Spanish language focused. And she is bilingual. No one else in my family. Oh, wow. And she lives in Argentina. Oh, my God. She must have really wanted that then because I was really bad in school and I was horrible in my Spanish classes. (laughs) I think it's just she found the way that her brain works. Yeah. Which is like. Like it yeah. doesn't work Experience for like. Experience too, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of missions trips and the only time I ever knew any Spanish was I was living in Peru for like six months. <laughs> and then I finally started understanding some of it. But I, in class, like in school, I never, I couldn't say a single phrase. Me too. It's hard. I know. It is it's hard. hard when you're an adult. When you're a kid, I feel like they're ready to learn different languages. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, have you ever heard anyone say that no i mean you're bringing a lot of stuff to the table here that's really important um meg here's what i i'm curious about you've said you just said mission trips and you've said god a couple times in this interview let's talk about it what are the vibes i am a god girl tell me (laughs) tell me okay well okay so i'm a god girl but i've so I was really, really involved in church when I was in high school. What like church? I, um, so it was called the Living Word, and it was like non-denominational. Um, but I grew up in like a Pentecostal church, like when I was little, um, which is like if you see it on TV, tongues. it's like the snakes yeah. and like speaking in tongues, and it's it's all it's all of that. Um, but I feel like when I decided to go after comedy, and shortly after that, I realized I was bisexual. Um, (laughs) I was like, oh, now I feel actually closer to like more spiritual now that I am myself, like all the bad stuff with churches, like people. And it's not the idea of like something bigger than us or like a lot of times if I'm talking about God and I feel like the person would be uncomfortable, I'm like the universe, Mm. like, cause it's all kind of like the, I feel like a lot of religions, the good stuff's the same. And then the bad stuff is like people being judgmental and scary and weird well absolutely zero (laughs) argument here um i I have to believe i also believe in a little everything like i believe in ghosts i i I recently was like hey maybe past lives are real too a hundred percent like why not sure i have an openness that's what that's how i describe myself spiritually i have an openness i was i used to be super religious okay now i grew up in church oh uh i would i grew up super catholic but then i oh, like okay. chose it again and again you know and was like yeah. a theology major in college and was like obsessed with it and like thought i want to be a priest i took it really i took oh master's God. level theology classes in the pandemic and thought i wanted to be a priest like two it's years kind ago. of romantic that you keep coming back to it it is romantic it's actually like oh thank yeah no i feel like it's very i don't think it's true that that's what i want yeah but i love that i that that interest was reignited. I thought that was really, yeah. I think that's really cool. And um, like, what is your experience when you, so when you say God, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I feel, um, well, it's, it's weird. Cause it's just like, I, I pray definitely all the time. I feel like so connected to like everything in my life, the story of my life. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a purpose for everything and everything happens for a reason. I feel like there is something like watching me or sort of like, anointing us with different things and bringing, oh. I don't think like the universe or God would keep something away from us. That's not meant for us. I, I don't think like, I think it's just this thing that's way bigger than me that I don't even can't even wrap my 
head around that I've been in love with for forever, where it's like, I'm in love with the idea that there's something bigger than me being like, ah, yes, like this is what she's meant to do. And like, you're meant to have Mm -hmm. this person in your life. And there's just so many times where like you meet someone and you're like, God, I feel like I've known you or it's so, I was so meant to, to like meet you. And then it's like, I think, I think you just fully feel more connected when you're truly on the right path, which just means being yourself fully. And I don't think I was my, I didn't fall in love with myself until I was like, please go after whatever you want, Megan. <laughs> Cause I think I, I was like, Oh, it's so far fetched for me to be an actor. I don't have any money. I live in Ohio. Like, I guess if I'm not going to be an actor or like perform, I'll go to school for like nursing or teaching. And I think the whole time, like the universe and God and this bigger power was like new. I, I don't know. It was like, yeah, like you just want to, you need to be yourself. And the way that you help people is like, be yourself. Cause I, I thought like, okay, well, I have to help people. Like that's my purpose in life is to people is, are the only thing that matter. Like I'll, I'll be a nurse. And then I'm like, no, I'm horrible at, I passed out when my sister gave birth. Like I can't be in the hospital, <laughs> but I think like we have all types of people just the way like me and you learn so differently. Like you're good in school and I'm bad in school. <laughs> like you need both kinds of people, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you. This is why I keep coming back to this thing of like, priest stuff actually is because so initially you know the reason i was interested is because i actually thought that like this dude jesus had like some good stuff to say and and also other books too like the equivalent books in the other religions the books that i read you know because i was the comparative theology major i was like all of this human wisdom all of this like speaking to spirit like what we're doing here and you know what like this is all valuable and maybe nothing could matter more to people than this. Like, this is what we, it's the back, it's the background for war. It's the background for laws. It's the background for like the family system, you know? And I just was like, this is it. It's this. And so anyway, the battle that I've been engaged in for like 20 years is that I also feel that way about comedy. Like, I also feel like it's human wisdom. It's spirit. It's like, there's also like shitty stand up that's like just about nothing or like yelling yeah. or like, or like, or like <laughs> making people feel bad. But like, yeah. that's not the kind I do. And it's not the kind I'm drawn to. And I think those folks are just like usually speaking from like a place of hurt as well. Like, it's like not, it just feels like it's like yeah. a different thing going on. But when I like watch somebody who's doing comedy and it um it's like really connected and it's like talking about a bigger thing like when you're on stage because i got to see you at largo it's like you're not saying a thing that (laughs) is like what's the word i'm looking for the the message is like there's not a direct message you're not standing there being like here are my opinions yeah exactly (laughs) but it is political because you're having fun you're enjoying yourself in your body you're enjoying like knowing yourself (laughs) you know so it's like it is actually like it doesn't the words don't matter it's like the political spiritual thing yes it's so spiritual it's so i mean because it's that's like what concerts are like people are connecting and it is spiritual and it's like oh this is what like life is about like it's totally truly, truly is i i feel like and i also feel really like defensive and protective over like church people in general being like, oh, this isn't for queer people. Like, like God, I feel has been such a big, huge part of my life. And I have never felt any sort of judgment from 
the universe or God about my sexuality. So I feel like really angry at like, I, I feel like I get messages anytime I talk about God on a podcast, like, oh, I'm a queer person. And I feel like, um, you know, I grew up in church, but now it's not for me because of this. And it's like, really? Because God made a lot of gay people. Like, it's, yeah. so how is, how, why would we not be able to be connected to like a higher power because we're gay? Like, it's just so, but yeah. And, and yeah, I, I do feel the most, I feel the most, um, free when I'm, it sounds so cheesy on stage. Like, doesn't sound I'm, cheesy to me. If you're, you know how when you're sick, like we don't perform sick now, but before we did, yeah. like if I had a backache or headache or something, if I was performing, I wouldn't feel any of it. Like it was, it's like, that must be what I meant to do then if I felt so free on stage like that. I was talking to somebody recently. I was actually talking to, oh my God. The, I like, so I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm good friends with my co-star on this show that I'm on. And she's like, she's like so witchy. She's got like Ooh, witchy yeah. spiritual shit, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Very too. like past life, lifey shit. Like very, so we're like good friends, but also she's, she's always getting me. She's, she gets me every time. And, um, she came to see me do stand up last week for the first time and was like asking me about it. And I was describing what you're saying now, yeah. literally when I'm on stage, I, I mean, this is what I was saying in case you're like wondering what the edges of this fucking hippiness could be. When I'm on stage, I feel like I'm like breathing through everybody else's mouths. Yeah. Like I feel so connected that I feel like our heart rates, like I feel like I I can feel the heartbeats like synchronized because we are doing regulated breathing. Like laughter is right. It's meditation. It's the same thing. It's like- That's what it feels like, meditation. Yes, there's a rhythm to like, the way that laughs, the roller coaster of laughs, like they all they rise and fall at the same time. It's the exact same thing yeah. as meditation, like with a meditation leader. It's the same thing. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm oh my god, like, it really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I, that's what I think. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like having this spiritual experience. I'm like breathing through everybody's mouths. It's the only time I feel that way. And she was like, Have you ever considered that maybe you could feel like that all the time? Like maybe <laughs> there's a way to get to a place where that's how? how you could feel in the world. And I was like. I was literally like, Grace, what are you talking about? Like, no, like, this is how I feel that way. Yeah. And every other time I feel a little worse. And if I don't, I don't ever feel that good. So I don't know, but this is something that has recently been suggested to me is that maybe I could ever feel that connected in a different, like in a different That's blowing zone. my mind. Because don't you feel like you're in a is different, I feel like I'm in a different place. Like I've, mm-hmm. I'm like, a different dimension or something. Uh-huh. So I'm just imagining someone yep. hearing me say that. I know it sounds crazy, but I was talking to my no, one of my best friends. Go keep and going. We were like, it's meditation. It, it literally yeah. feels I'm like, you're fully. um, Yeah. But wait, you were saying you were talking to one of your best friends. What? Oh, about like how, well, um, yeah. we feel on stage and it's like, yeah. truly, she said it's like meditating. Like, yes. and it must mean that that's what we're really meant to do because like nothing makes me feel that way. And I love acting. I love to be on camera. I love all of it. But when you're on stage in front of an audience and you're connecting, I'm not even thinking about like what's coming next. Like uh-uh. whenever I'm like, oh, am I going to forget something? It just is yep. like a weird flow. And I don't know how I, it hasn't always been like that. When I first started stand up, I didn't feel like of course, I wasn't connected in that way. But to feel like that all the time, I don't know. <laughs> but you're a little you, you're like <clears throat> inside you, knew, I think probably knew about that. Right. Yeah. That's what you were trying to get. To. I mean, at least I'll say that for me. It's like I 
definitely didn't know this is what when I just started doing improv because because <laughs> I was rush. leaving rugby <laughs> practice and literally we had cleats around my neck and was covered in mud and my crush was like you going to improv auditions and I was like yes <laughs> sure I, I that's actually where I was going with all this mud <laughs> did you end up dating no she's straight Okay, but see, God put her in your path. Uh, that's this is what I exactly. Believe. Like, God, it was the universe was, put her in the, your path. Yeah, the moment was supplied. That's exactly what I needed. You know, I needed that <laughs> moment, one hundred percent. I didn't know this was how I felt. I didn't know that this was possible, but it is possible. And I guess the I'm like very interested in maybe spending a little bit more time with Buddhism because yeah. specific, I have a friend who like does Zen meditation at like five o'clock in the morning every day. Maybe I'm going to go with him because I don't know, Meg, what if we could feel like that all the time? I what know. That's I possible? can't imagine it. I I mean, I don't, I don't know. I would melt away or something. I would like. Would it be okay? Be so I don't know if it would be okay. I don't know. Would it be okay? Would it be okay? Well, I do think like, um, I was crying on set the other day <laughs> about something, and my friend was like, I was embarrassed, and she was like, "But this is like the magic of 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 actors. Like you're like upset about something because you're so open to your feelings all the time, and it's not like." I know it might be embarrassing, but when I cry on set, it's like people know because you're the actor and you're like, you're of wow. course going to be sort of emotional in your real life too, because you have access to all your feelings all the time. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, oh, so I can't have this moment. And, and nobody reacted. Like if I think if a cameraman was crying, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, honey, you need to not bring that to work. But then if it's an actor slash like, or you get really worried about that person, right? you're like, exactly. oh my God. No, exactly. You'd be like, are, are you, you okay? okay? You need to step out. But if What's an actor is tearing up, it's like, oh, you got a weird text and like you need a moment and you're fine and you'll be fine. like, even if it's not supposed to be a sad scene, it's like we all like are so connected to our feelings. Yeah, that's somebody I was I was like, because I've been going through this process of trying to figure out, like, if all of this is good, like I like I yeah. I know I chased this for a long time. And part of it is like, well, it feels like drugs to me. So, like, am I just <laughs> oh, an yeah. addict? Like, that's that's something I've been wondering about during the pandemic. If you're alone by yourself in a room, just being like, am I addicted to comedy? Like, that's literally me. that's me from the pandemic. And I think partially the answer is yes. Like, it is a chemical yeah. thing that I'm like, love to do. And it does change my chem. It does like change how I anyway, whatever. But um, I, think it's I was a talk- healthy drug, though. I hope. Well, that's that I'm was afraid. the question. That's what I was trying to ask was like healthy drug you know like yeah <laughs> question mark and i was talking to someone about this and and he was like um well right everybody feels the same amount that you do like everybody does yeah but your gift is like being able to express it yes and that's so good right i was like right. Oh, okay fine maybe it's not bad drugs you know yeah. because i, can I don't think you'd that. feel like that meditative like feeling if it was bad like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Although, like, spend enough time talking to people I'm... who are microdosing. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's say, like I'm you're breathing a... through other people's mouths. And I'm like, yeah, no, fucking yes, I know. <laughs> I've never been. I'm not cool enough to do drugs. So maybe it, maybe that is like maybe that know. is like drugs. Then I don't know. Um, Wait, Meg, I want to circle back to something. Where are you from in Ohio? 
Um, born in Cleveland, but mm. then I grew up in Dayton. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom is from Southern Ohio, and my sister went to Miami. Do you like, like? Do you like? Wait. So you're from Ohio? Or no, I'm from I'm from Chicago. But oh, okay, okay. Um, a lot of Ohio. I used to go. I, my mom's whole family lived there growing up, and my sister, my parents met nice at Xavier, go which is in Cincinnati. To... Um, oh, close. <laughs> but I also was married to somebody who's from Akron. So my point is, I. Ohio draws me. I don't know what it is about okay. the yield Buckeye State, but I, yeah. I, it's there's something to it. Um, do you know when I started? I can't believe I haven't told you this. When I started com- like wanting to do comedy in Ohio, like I was like, okay, it's time to do. I um, was like in love with my friend, and he's the one that introduced me to you. Like oh, he wow. he sent me all your podcasts. And, like, oh wow! And um, we the don't talk anymore but sometimes he'll message me <laughs> oh, <laughs> once wow. in a while and he's really like happy for me but he was so he, really really obsessed with you and I didn't know like any cool com- like I didn't know like comedy wow. could be like a your way into acting or like I didn't even know how it worked Could, like yeah, I just did an improv class and met him and he was like telling me about you and sending me all these podcasts and he was obsessed with Pete Holmes too so like oh I was God. listening every day to your podcast and Pete Holmes podcast when I started and yeah, then I moved to Chicago and we kind of, um, I confessed my feelings for him on New Year's Eve. <laughs> How did really it go? Dramatic. How did it well, go? I, well, he wasn't, he didn't feel the same. I think he felt like some more, um, like we were really obsessed with each other. And I think, and, and this was like, I thought I was really straight and I, not that I don't like men now. I, I like them a whole lot less than they, them a whole lot less than I did before. Um, but I kind of felt like, I was like in love in a friend way, but I kind of thought that I was in love in like a sex way. <laughs> oh God. But at the time I didn't, I was like a virgin. Like I was, I was really <laughs> like, like re- I was church girl. I was like, you know, and I'm in love with my friend who's a boy and um, I'm telling him on New Year's Eve and he was like, not into it, but really kind. <laughs> oh. And now looking back, I'm like, well, I never even imagined having sex with him, but I imagined like holding hands because we were like best friends. Mm. I was like a late bloomer in everything, really, really. Partly because I was so into church, I think. Like I didn't, and I had a gay boyfriend in high school. When you, when was the first time that you, and you can tell me to fuck right off, but when was the <laughs> well, first time so that you got to have that feeling reciprocated? Like where you like brought somebody that level of, when you like brought like oh oh yeah like who's the first like my first love yeah like the yeah exactly I think the first time I was in love and someone was in love back was my gay boyfriend like we Mm. weren't like cooking up or like kissing with our mouths open but we really were like really in love and then I think Mm. the first time that I had sex with someone I loved he was like my worst boyfriend um, so it wasn't, didn't end up well, but we definitely were in love, but he was really toxic and bad. Mm-hmm. But then the first, um, person that I dated that wasn't a man, uh, was actually, um, my worst ex-boyfriend's ex. And so, um, we bonded cause we were like, um, she was like texting me like after hangouts, like that felt more like a date and like, oh, I almost kissed you. And I was like, am I interested in like kissing a woman? Like, and then I was really interested, but then I didn't really have feelings for her. And then she wanted to date me and (laughs) 
was bad, but it was everything just leads you down the right path, though. Like also, it sounds like <laughs> go ahead, John. Mike. <laughs> She's married now to a woman, and like we both thought mm. we were straight at the time, so it's like everything works out. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you and I have had. Look, here's one thing I'll say about I. I found this out recently that a word that like accurately describes my love life. <laughs> My history is messy, messy. Yes. Messy. I didn't know that for a long time. Somebody (laughs) asked me, I was, what was I doing? Oh, I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. (laughs) I was like at the Laugh Factory doing a show that Kevin Nealon runs where he, you like do new material, then he interviews you about your material and it's Kevin Nealon. It's like such a funny, you're like, what is going, how did this, I don't know. But anyway, I like did this material. We sit down, I've like never met him before. He's like. Would you say you're promiscuous? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Because <laughs> I was talking about like freezing my eggs. I don't totally know. But anyway, it was like a whole. Why did he ask you that? Did you say something? in? <laughs> I said, um, and by the way, it's like not even, I'm not even talking shit. I just was like, it was no, such a serious surprise. <laughs> but I, I like, I, I appreciate the question because yeah. as I sat with it, I was like, no, I don't. I'm yeah. not promiscuous. And it was like, yeah. beat, beat. But I am messy because I like got to, I yeah. was like flashing through moments of like, I have like fucked a clown that then dated my best friend <laughs> after my best friend came out to me with her breast out of her bathing suit. But like, she didn't know. So I had to tell her. Anyway, it was like, <laughs> but we're, it's I feel like similar it's messy to in a saying. specific way. It's like, I, I'm like, um, not, uh, I like, I try so hard not to hurt people's feelings, but I am, I'm like, um, a romantic, curious person who's like, my life is big and, and, and wild and I'm happy with my life, but I'm like, fall in love with a friend or like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know what? I really do. <laughs> but then I know people that are me- bad, messy in a bad way and they oh, hurt people and they're selfish. <laughs> yes. That's, then it's, you know what I mean? But we're I, messy in a sweet, endearing way. And it's like, we're, our lives are exciting because we make them exciting. And then we're like curious about the clown or the <gasps> ex's ex. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. Actually, like, yeah, I think that is right. Mm-hmm. I, again, I don't know. I think like, I don't know if it's like a gender thing, but I like, I think for a long time, I even tried to like fight the idea of that kind of sweet messiness that that oh, I yeah. do think is like kind of a cool gift you know like yeah I like it in my life you know and I I think other people like it too but because we don't have like yeah it would be one thing if you know I'm not like stealing from people or like it's like yeah <laughs> but there is like a certain level of a ride that my life is it's like we're I think it feels like we're like ready for the ride and we get on the roller coaster and then sometimes people are like Oh, we're friends. Like we, I, I've had certain, like at least three times. Me and a friend have had feelings for each other, and then the friend's been like, "I'm worried about the friendship," or like, "Oh, oh we're uh-huh. so close." And it's like, "Yeah, but life's short." And I think like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, I do know I totally mean. understand. Like you don't want to do, like you yeah. don't want to explore, but you, you, we have feelings. That's totally fine. But on my part, I'm like, let's get on the roller coaster and see because, like, life is so short and sweet. And then it's like. We mm. have feelings. Why not? You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah, that's the same. I know. I have my oldest friend who I've been friends with since I was 10. We have so much in common. 
and we've known each other for 30 years mm. and we would always do the opposite thing in every situation that you're talking about. Like whenever I call her to talk about something, I'm like, I think I'm going to do this. She's yeah, like, right. don't do that. Don't do that. Do nothing. Not that though. Certainly not that. And, and it is funny because I had this like visual recently of our relationship where she's always like at the edge of a cliff being like, Oh no, a cliff. And I'm at the bottom of the cliff being like, it's pretty it's fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that makes sense of why we are so addicted to stand up then, I think. And it like, sure does. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what life is. It's like, well, at the end of your life, do you want to be like, oh, I'm glad that we never crossed anything when we, <laughs> I'm like, if both people want to like explore something, then why not? Because life's so short. And if it's a good, strong friendship, then it will last. And then, mm. If something shitty happens, then that was your true colors. Mm, yeah, totally. I mean, here's what I'm going to say, just in general. Number one, I already love you. I'm just like <laughs> ready to be friends. <laughs> no. Yeah. I feel like I've known you for so long. I know. Like, in my head. And I agree. We're, well, I I don't know. Anyway, we're boys. I'm, I'm into the friendship. Um, that's number one. Number two, I just think to end in, a, in like the most perfect spot... You know, everything that you've, look, there's a lot of different types of people in the world. Some people <laughs> need to be accountants yes. and then they're going to tell yes. everybody they're, they might tell them that on a plane <laughs> or not. But what you're talking about, this like way of being in the world. Yeah. Like it, you didn't need a pandemic. It oh, did, it did happen in a pandemic, <laughs> but like you didn't need, you didn't need a pandemic because this is like, yeah, this is what's serving you. You know, you showed up like this and it's a it's a beautiful way to show up and other people are going to do a different thing, but I'm so happy for you. And, oh my um, God, thank you for saying that. People never say the thing about the pandemic. They always say, like, thank God that that happened to you. No. <laughs> or they'll be like, oh, lucky or lucky that it, you know, yeah. So that's really nice. Well, here's, this is a podcast. So just, this is at, we're at 53 minutes. So just <laughs> when you... <laughs> When you somebody says that to you, go back to this part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah you can hear it. my voice because I'm telling you, Meg, that that's not true. And and uh, yeah, Thank you. yeah, you were Thank you. are always headed here. I'm gonna it's, use the sound bite for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just hold it up. Hold up the yeah, phone. <laughs> um, before I send you back into your day, I just wanted to. Um, ask you to shout out a queero, which is a person, place, or thing that made you feel that you could be who you are today. I always ask folks, folks could be anything. Oh could God, be a movie. I love this. Could be a buddy. Could be an ice cream store. I'll have to, I think I really will shout out my gay boyfriend in high school, Atreyu. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful name. Because I felt like I knew he was gay, but also it was the first time I think that I was like, sexuality is fluid and like, you know, he loves me. You know what I mean? Like, even though he, and he was very much like, I don't like labels, all this stuff. And now he it does say he's gay, but it was, um, he really also like made me discover I was funny in a way that I wasn't just, oh, I'm funny with my siblings. Like we had so much fun. Uh, so I love him. <laughs> mm. That's beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you, Meg. Thanks thank for your you time. Thank you for having me. It was for so much fun. to me at 9 a.m. You're the best. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs>